Welcome back, everybody, for another edition of Armchair GMs, the fantasy football show that answered answers all of your questions to get you to your fantasy championship games. Kyle, happy Wednesday. Happy uh, Wednesday. I'm happy. Jonathan Taylor um, went off for 30 points the other day, and I was down by 29. So <laughs> I'm feeling good. Um, also, it's funny. I had Lamar. In my one league, and oh. I still lost. So, uh, yeah, I'm not happy about that. Do you want to go straight to Jock's grades? I would love to. Um, our A is actually two different players this week. Two QBs that absolutely balled out. Um, Justin Herbert had 50.82 points in PPR, and Lamar Jackson had 49.88 points. Holy cow, those were two really good games. If you miss them, go back and watch highlights. Still won't be the same. But, um, yeah, the Colts and the Browns got clobbered uh, by just ridiculous offenses that just – well, for the Chargers, they wouldn't give up. For the Ravens, they wouldn't give up either, but they needed more of a comeback. So, um, really impressive, good games. Uh, they have our A this week. Kyle, who is B? Well, it's crazy, too, for both these guys. Like, the Chargers scored 45 points. So you're like, okay, 50.82 points. That makes sense. But the Ravens, you know, won in overtime, and they only scored, like, what, 30. So, like, yeah, that's that's pretty crazy because Lamar is, like, that entire offense. Um, RB is Jonathan Taylor. Like I said, he just went off. Uh, he caught it out of the backfield, ran the ball well, 31.9 points in the PPR. It's good to see that Colts running game. Get going. That's just going to help out their whole team. And if Lamar wasn't Lamar, they would have won that game and had a good victory. But, oh, well. Um, Our C is A.J. Dillon. He has 17.9 points. Um, You're probably like, well, why is that a C? Well, like, it's it's okay for for our starting running back. Um, And he's a backup, actually. So, like, if he can keep getting this 17, um, 18 points consistently, like, that's pretty good. Um, I didn't really expect this kind of performance from him. Did you? Um, absolutely not. Um, it it kind of threw me for a loop there. Um, but you know, it was it was kind of nice to be thrown for a loop because he's not somebody that I would sit there and necessarily say is a, a must start every week. Mm-hmm. But if you did end up drafting him because you know that the potential is there if Aaron Jones ever gets hurt. This was a good and promising week for you to say, oh, even if Aaron Jones is healthy, A.J. Dillon could see healthy touches, which is so important in fantasy. We've talked about it so many times. Touches are everything. Yeah, he had eight this last week, 15 the week before. Um, so if he can if he can get right around that 10 to 12 touches, um, might be good for a flex, maybe. Uh, our D is Dallas Goddard. He only had 4.5 points. Listen, I don't know what's going on with the Eagles with – not not giving the ball to their running backs or giving the ball to their tight ends, which is some of the best weapons they have. Um, don't ask me why. They're just making Jalen Hurts do everything, and that won't bode well for the Eagles, but it will bode well for Hurts' fantasy stock. But, uh, yeah, only 4.5 points. Um, he really needs to see the ball more. It's disappointing. He's on the COVID list right now, so heads up if you have him. Just be watching of that because they play tomorrow night. So you might have to bench him. Or if Zach Ertz is out there, maybe you pick him up and put him in a, in a, in a start this week. So 
I agree. Um, Ertz still gets a decent amount of targets from Hertz every now and then, so he's not like a don't start him. Um, let's go to F, Kyle. This one will be heartbreaking for both of us, especially those who drafted him in the first round. Um, Saquon Barkley had .90 points in PPR, and now he's questionable to come back. Did not look like a very good injury. What are your thoughts, man? Uh, it's sad. Saquon Barkley was just one of my favorite players at Penn State of all time. Um, and he had such a good rookie year, but it just hasn't been the same since then. Injuries and that Giants O-line, just <laughs> so bad. So um, if I was a fantasy owner of Saquon, I would I would wait. I wouldn't trade him right away, but I would wait. And then maybe if he has a really good performance after his um, – you know, he clears his injury, then maybe you trade him for something better because he just really – I don't think you can count on him every week consistently. So, yeah. um, but we'll talk about a little bit later his backup. That might be a decent play. Um, let's go on to sleeper seekers from last week, Brad. Yeah, let's. Um, so our first one was Kenny Gainwell. And listen, the game before this he had 20-something points, looked fantastic, looked like the premier option out of the Eagles' backfield. And then this game, he had 3.40 points, two rushes for 16 yards, three targets, one catch for eight yards. That's abysmal. That is awful. Um, abysmal seems to be one of my favorite words in this fantasy podcast. But truly, if you're scoring that kind of points and you probably drafted him somewhere in like mid-late rounds, that's pretty bad. You could probably do better picking up somebody off the waiver wire than by running Kenny Gainwell. Um, yeah, that was not great. And next, he plays against Tampa Bay. So I would completely expect him to have another crappy week. So, yeah, there's that one. Um, let's move on to Trey Lance. Trey Lance had 14.58 points, 15 of 29, 192 yards, one interception, 16 rushes for 89 yards. Listen, it's not great, but it's not horrible for a rookie. At least we're seeing he's starting to figure some things out, and that's okay. Um but this week he has a bye. Obviously, don't start him if he has a bye. I, I don't know if that's something that I have to say or not. But you never know. We may have new people that don't know. That is no problem. Just make sure you put him on your bench, play somebody else, pick somebody off the waiver wire. Um, yeah. Um, our third is Alex Collins. Alex Collins did okay. He had 9.20 points, 15 rushes for 47 yards, three targets, two catches for 25 yards. But here's the big kicker with me with Alex Collins. They play Pittsburgh next. Not running backs going to Pittsburgh and do really well. Um, so this is another running back that I would suggest maybe is not the person you decide you're going to start. And Chris Carson uh, might come back as well. So, Oh, good. We'll see, yeah. we'll see what happens with that. Yeah. Do you want to take the next one? Yeah, Jameson Crowder had 8.4 points, six targets, Um Listen, I think Jameson Crowder is a heck of a player, and he should be. He should be the Jets' number one or two option. He just really didn't get the ball to him at all. I feel like out of the slot, that'd be a good option because um, Zach Wilson will be on his butt a lot, and he'll have to get rid of the ball quickly. So I'm disappointed in this total, but I still think he's a good play. Um, he has a bye next week, so obviously don't start him. Um, Randall Cobb, five points. Up next against the Washington football team. Um, only three targets, kind of low for him. I, I would suspect that would that should go up still and be a lot more than just three targets. 
Um, yeah. After that is Dalton Schultz. He had 13.9 points. I believe, Brad, he is the number two tight end or number three tight end in fantasy, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. If he's not those, he's top five, I believe. So um, he's just getting so many targets. Again, red zone targets. And um, the Cowboys are smart. They have two really good receivers, three when Gallup is healthy, but yet they still run the ball. And that's that's what you want. That's what you need. Balance. And when they run the ball, play action, Dalton Schultz is like always wide open. So um, if he's on your team, make him your starting tight end. I think it's worth it. Um, and these next two all both did really well. One from Brad, one from me. Damian Williams has 16.4 points, um, 64 yards, one touchdown. He does play Green Bay next. Green Bay is getting a little bit better against the run, but not quite there. Um, David Williams, as we know, took over for David Montgomery. And the Bears will still need to run the ball quite a bit because they can't trust Justin Fields throwing the ball 40 times a game, nor should they. It's just not smart. And last is Chuba Hubbard. Uh, really good game against the Eagles. The Eagles can't stop anybody on the ground. But he had 100 yards rushing, uh, five catches, 33 yards, 18.4 points. Keep them still because I know McCaffrey right now is 50-50. So it still might be a good play to start Hubbard again this week. Awesome. So let's move to this week's Sleeper Seekers. Um, Let's talk about it, man. Uh, If we're going to talk about tight ends, Hunter Henry has been killing it. He had 19.50 points. Eight targets, six catches, 75 yards, and a touchdown. And he plays the Cowboys next. So how do you feel about that Cowboys defense? Is this a good start this week, or is this just a good pickup? I think it's a good – no, I think it's a good start this week. Um, I do. I think he's projected to get around 9 or 10, but I think he should be able to go over that. Um, Dallas has uh, – their pass rush isn't great. Micah Parsons is a very good rookie right now, but they're going to ask him to rush the passer. He's not going to be covering the tight ends a lot, which kind of leaves it open for um, rookie Jabril Cox. Remember, they just got rid of Jalen Smith or Leighton Vander Eich, who I don't think is the best in coverage. So uh, don't throw out Javon Diggs' way because he picks it off. So I think the receivers will be outmatched for the Patriots. So I'm thinking Hunter Henry might be a good play this week. Um, I'm starting him in both my leagues, so uh, we'll talk about it next week if he does well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, our next one is Devontae Booker. He had 20.80 points, 16 rushes for 42 yards, a touchdown, four targets, three catches, 16 yards, and another tutty. Um, listen, that's not bad, especially for a Giants team that has, like, zero identity on offense. Um, that's really not bad at all. I don't know that I trust um, Daniel Jones, but if you can run the ball behind that O-line, which it seems like he's doing okay with, maybe Devontae Booker is a sneaky flex this week. Yeah, I don't I don't know about the Rams. That's going to be tough. Um, they have a very good D-line. Aaron Donald's always in the backfield, and it is the Giants' offensive line. Yeah. The good thing is they don't have anybody behind him, so he's going to see the majority of the touches. So I maybe he might not get 20, but I still think he could probably get like 14, 14 or 15 in a PPR. So yeah. that might be a good play. Um, yeah. 
And same with Samaj P. Ryan. Um, if Mixon, that's our next guy. If Mixon stays hurt, um, that might be a good play against Detroit. Detroit is, is not quite there yet on the defensive side of the ball, and he's going to get a lot of the touches. Um, he had 18.3 points last week, 11 rushes, 59 yards. That's a good yards per carry. Four catches, 24 yards, and a touchdown. Um, so if Mixon is still hurt, I think Samaj Piran would be a very good play this week. Mm-hmm. Speaking of hurt running backs and their handcuffs, um, I suggested this to a friend of ours in the league. I have said it before. Um, Alexander Madison is probably the most valuable handcuff in fantasy because Dalvin Cook always gets hurt, and Madison is such a good backup. So good, in fact, that he had 26.30 points last week, 25 rushes, 113 yards, uh, seven targets, seven catches, 40 yards, and a touchdown. And next he plays the Panthers. So this could be really good. Listen, if Dalvin Cook is out, this is not a flex. This is not a, ah, I need him on my bench. No, no, this is a start. Uh, Madison has proven multiple times against weak defenses that he can catch it, he can run it. He is going to be all over that field for the Vikings. So um, I like Madison this week if uh, Cook is hurt. And Carolina is not very good against the run, so this should be a good start for him. And, and the Vikings, listen, with Kirk Cousins, they know they're not, they shouldn't make him throw the ball 50 times a game, be their only source of offense. Their offense is a little bit of a ground and pound and play action, as it should be. So that won't change with Cook out of the lineup. I mean, if he's, if he's getting the ball 32 times, yeah, like <laughs> play him again. Ridiculous. Yeah. Let's uh, let's throw the Bears boys together. Uh, first, we have Khalil Herbert, who had 7.5 points in PPR. He had 18 rushes for 75 yards. So they looked at him a lot. Um, not saying that he's going to go off for like a billion points, but that is a pretty decent like target share, touch share, and they play Green Bay next. So that might be good. Um, if you don't need a running back, you need a receiver. Maybe Darnell Mooney is the guy you need. He's averaging 9.4 points per game, six targets a game. And like we said, they're playing Green Bay. And if there's one thing Green Bay's defense has been all year, it's spotty. Um, so I, I don't, I, I won't urge you to not start a Bears player against that defense because that defense couldn't stop the freaking Bengals. Like that's, you, you know what I mean? Like I would still start Bears players this week. Yeah, and Mooney seems to be Fields' uh, favorite target. Last week it wasn't so much, but the weeks before that it seemed like Fields was looking Mooney's way a lot, and Allen Robinson's nowhere to be found, either because they just have no idea how to game plan for him or he's just he stinks, but I have a feeling he doesn't stink. So uh, it seems like they're looking Mooney's way a lot, so it might be a good play. Um, next are the Chiefs running backs. CEH got hurt. He's out for like three weeks, I think. That's what, I'm, that's what I'm hearing. So, Jarek McKinnon and Darrell Williams. McKinnon only had one rush, two catches, uh, two targets, only at 3.5 points. But I really don't know who they're going to play. So, that's why I'm putting them both up here because um, they could play either of them. And Darrell Williams did have a better uh, points per game the last two games. He had 10 points per game. So, you're thinking maybe he's going to be the main guy. But I wouldn't be surprised if McKinnon got a lot of touches because he was in there quite a bit after uh, CH got hurt in the last game. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, 
With all of that being said, let's move on to jock or joke. Um, there's a lot of players this week that I am uncertain about that I would love your advice on, and I'm sure some other people would too. Let's kick it off with Kadarius Tony. Dude had 29.60 points, 13 targets, 10 catches, 189 yards, had one rush for seven yards, and was zero for one passing. He, he took a pass attempt. So uh, I don't know what you think about that. They, they play the Rams next. He's questionable to return because he did punch somebody in the middle of a game, um, and he may have got hurt also. Like, I'm very confused about this whole situation. Um, Kyle, let, let's just put it plain. Is he a jock or a joke? I think he's a joke. Um, like you said, he punched someone uh, preseason. He was hurt. He was in and out of the lineup. Um, he had he had so much like so many issues, uh, not just physically, but mental issues. Not like serious mental issues, but just he, like he couldn't get over the hurdles of playing in the NFL. Yeah. Um, he was just all over the place, and you saw it this week. He punched someone like. He has a lot of stuff he needs to work through, inner demons, whatever you want to call it, and it seems to be coming out. So, like, I'm not going to trust that quite yet. Ridiculously good game, but um, I'm going to say joke, but if the Giants receivers are still getting hurt, he might be a good play because he'll be the only guy left on the field. Yeah, and, and that's unfortunately entirely true. But I have to concur, joke uh, a thousand percent. Um, let's go to the next one. We've been very critical of this running back on this podcast multiple times, but then he finally came out and did something against a rather difficult defense. Um, Miles Gaskin, man, had 31.90 points, five rushes for 25 yards, but he had 10 targets, 10 catches, 74 yards, and two touchdowns. And they played Jacksonville next. Is he a jock or is he a joke? I'm going to say joke again. I, I I don't know if you can trust a running back that only gets the ball five times on the ground. I mean, yes, he had 10 targets. They're looking at him a lot, but that can't be every week. You're not going to throw your running back 10 times every week. It, it doesn't no. – it just doesn't um, play, play out well the rest of the year. Um, well, sadly, that might be their best option, though, because yeah, Brissette just hurt. can't do anything. Yeah, yeah their offensive line's not good. Devontae – is in and out. Uh, Joan Waddle's not getting the ball. Gasicki's really not um, getting the ball as much as he should. And maybe they just don't have enough time to get the ball to the receivers. So you're right, but they have a myriad of running backs that are just like, who are you? But yeah, they're all there's, kind of there's no there's no identity in that running back room. No, but Gas. I mean, Gaston should. He should get the ball 15 times a game. I just right. don't know if he will because um, they're stupid. So I agree. Uh, keep them on your team, wait it, wait it out a little bit, and, and we'll see. Yeah. Uh, the next one, so unfortunately Russ got hurt. Uh, we don't know when Russ is going to come back the last time I read, which was a few days ago, so this could be different now. Um, but it looks like if he's still out, Geno Smith is going to be the guy. Uh, he had 11.54 points, uh, 10 of 17, 131 yards, a touchdown and an interception. Here's my big problem. He plays Pittsburgh next. So would you consider him to be a jock or a joke? Uh, joke against Pittsburgh, but I'm going to call him a jock just because I kind of forgot Geno Smith existed. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> you're playing? Good for you, man. Like, he shouldn't have lasted in the NFL this long, but he did. 
So that says a lot. That says a lot about him. Um, and his offense isn't bare on, on, on weapons. I mean, they have no. DK. Um, they have Tyler no. Lockett and Chris Carson. Alex Collins is playing well. Their offensive line got a little bit better from last year. So, like, he, I mean, he could put up over 20 points a game, and I wouldn't be surprised if he did. Um, he looked very well, uh, very well, very good in relief of, of Russell Wilson last week. So. Very well. Mm. Uh, sorry. Um, anyways, the next one. So we've talked about the Bengals before and how they're kind of odd. Um, so the next one kind of kills me because he shouldn't be where he is. Tyler Boyd had 6.40 points, five targets for four catches for 24 yards, but he plays the Lions next. So here's my big question before I pose Jocker joke to you. Do you truly think that Jamar Chase has taken over that wide receiver room? And does that make Tyler Boyd a jock or a joke? Um, he has, but that, that probably makes him a jock, though, because Boyd was uh, the number one guy for the Bengals for the last like three or four years, um, and he was a very good fantasy play most weeks in, in the last couple of years. So, with the added uh, benefit of a Jamar Chase and Higgins, if he comes back healthy, um, the Bengals just like to air it out, and they're not afraid to air it out. Even though Burrow should slide, even though they should run the ball a little bit more, they should protect him. They don't. And they're going to keep passing the ball because he's got an arm and he's accurate and they have weapons. So um, Jamar Chase just always seems to find a way to get a big play, and that's really good to see. But I think Tyler Boyd is just a little bit more of a consistent target for Joe Burrow. Um, and I do like him against Detroit. I think if Jamar Chase keeps making these plays, they're going to, you know, focus in on, on stopping those big plays by Jamar Chase, and then Boyd will just be underneath catching eight balls a game. So um, I think Tyler Boyd is uh, a jock. I agree. Um, I like him. Um, so our, our last one, you'll have to hear me out for a second, but our last one is Josh Gordon, who had 2.10 points. He was projected for 2.98. So for a projection, that, that was pretty close. He had one target, one catch, 11 yards, but next he plays the Washington football team. Is he a jock, a joke, or have we not seen enough yet? Um, no, I'm just going to say he's a joke. Listen, I, I'm I'm glad for him that he's back healthy in a way and back in the league. Um, but before this podcast even started this year, armchair GMs or, or jock talk, um, I was thinking about doing a segment like, Give me something random that you think will happen this year. And I thought about it. I was like, oh, Josh Gordon will probably come back. And he did. It's just like he's back and he's not. Like, I just I can't trust that. I'm happy for him, but I, I only one target. I mean, he's going to get more acclimated to the offense for sure. Um, but it just seems like Mahomes still only looks Tyreek Hill's way and Kelsey's way. And, and that's concerning to me. So maybe if Josh Gordon steps it up in practice and he gets on the field a little bit more, he'll have more targets, more catches, more points. But um, I'm just going to call him a joke for right now. Cause, okay. Yeah. Let's uh, let's hit two questions here. The first one, trade Amari Cooper. My wide receivers are Tyreek, Deontay Johnson, Corey Davis, and Kadarius Toney. For Quarter L. Patterson, my RBs are Najee, Michael Carter, da- Damian Harris, and Javante. Win or loss? Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I don't know if I'd trade Amari Cooper quite yet. Um, for Corderell? I mean, I, mean Corder, I know Corderell's been really good, but 
after Tyreek Hill, I mean, Deontay Johnson's a little bit up and down. Corey Davis doesn't see the ball. And Kadarius Tony was a one-hit wonder right now. Um, sit, so so sit on it. Give I'd it a week. Give it I mean, a week and see what – yeah. Michael Carter is getting the ball a lot more. I mean, Damian Harris, when he's healthy, he gets the ball quite a bit. And Javante Williams' points seem to be going up. Um, like, who would you start a receiver? If it's a three-receiver league – your receivers would be um, Tyreek, probably yeah. Deontay Johnson, and then Corey Davis. Like, that's kind of weak to me after Tyreek. So, um, I personally, I don't know. I don't know. That's tough. Gotcha. Um, Z Smitty, should I trade Matt Stafford and Kadarius Tony for AJ Brown and T Higgins? Um, hmm. No. Who's your quarterback? It's not Stafford. I don't know if he's with us. If if you are Smitty, drop us a, a comment and let us. Oh yeah, he is nice. Brady. Oh, then yeah. Yeah, yeah. I would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I would yeah. do that. Yeah, that would sure. be really, really, really good because I I am the biggest Lockett hater because Lockett is just so freaking inconsistent every freaking like season, week, whatever you want to call it. I would do it in a heartbeat, man. Yeah, do it. Um, yeah. Let us know if you make that trade. Tell us how you do. I'm going to grab one other person that's in here. Made a hard trade today, trading DJ Moore and Corderell Patterson for Stefan Diggs and Aaron Jones. Just have a feeling Corderell cools down. That's smart. I like that. I like that. You're, you're taking I, I don't a- know. I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I like that. Right. I just think Aaron Jones gets the ball. I mean, I know Patterson's getting the ball a ton, but like Aaron Jones, from a fantasy perspective, the last few years, obviously – is just a much more consistent play. Yeah. Um, and Stephon Diggs has has potential to be like one of the best fantasy receivers of um, the entire league. So I know, yeah, DJ Moore, that hurt. But Stephon Diggs does what he's supposed to. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you got I mean, Diggs and Aaron Jones are definitely like top, what do you think, top five rounds this year? I would think them, so. Right? Uh, Aaron Jones is probably second. Diggs is probably third, like probably. I know they haven't lived up to their potential right away, but again, it's only been five weeks. These guys can right. easily just go off. Um, Smitty, you are welcome. Thanks for hanging around, man. Uh, subscribe, like. We are here every Wednesday at five to talk fantasy. If you have any other questions, man, just come through and ask us. But uh, letting go of DJ Moore—that's that's that's painful. I feel that pain because it looks like he's kind of emerged as the number one. But I'm I'm with Kyle, Aaron Jones, and Stefan Diggs potential fantasy wise i don't feel like has been hit yet i feel like it's still early but those two dudes are just killer um as much as i would hate to see corderell go because he's the only thing on the falcons i i have to agree but um speaking of trades everyone is asking about trades kyle let's move on to trade bait until we get some more comments in here um my first trade bait player for you kyle or actually, do you want to ask me because I wrote these, so it would kind of be unfair for me to ask you. Yeah, let's go Rondale Moore. Should you trade for him or trade away? Uh, listen, if I have Rondale Moore, I'm going to trade him away while his fantasy value is still mediocre. Um, because to tell you the truth, A.J. Green, uh, DeAndre Hopkins, Max Williams, James Conner, you, you've got all these people on that offense but he's still going to target DeAndre Hopkins. 
before anybody else. I, I, you cannot make me not believe that because when he is your number one target uh, and Christian Kirk, I'm sorry, I forgot Christian Kirk. So I'm not sold that Rondale Moore is going to be the dude. So let's, Oh, good. Congrats, man. Awesome. Uh, hope that wins you your week. If it doesn't, or if it does come back and tell us that you won or come back and tell us that it sucked and tell us uh, how we can help you. Yeah. Your team's stacked. Brady, AJ Brown, T Higgins, CD Lockett, Zeke Gibson and Mixon. Oh my word. You know, it would make your team better for me, Smitty. Uh, If you had Rodrigo Blankenship, that is my favorite kicker in fantasy. Don't actually listen to that. That's a bad idea uh, because he, uh, He's hurt, first of all, and he missed key field goals. So don't listen to me. Anyways, um, Kyle, what about our second player for trade bait? Our second player, um, Antonio Brown. Trade for or trade away? Um, I will trade for at this point. Um, you know, if you have a Buccaneers running back, that's probably not good at this point. I would rather take a Buccaneers receiver because Tom Brady is like Oprah out there. You get a touchdown and you get a touchdown and you get, and he's still doing it. And you know what? He still targets the crap out of Antonio Brown over Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. Who does that? Like that, that's like 2016, like numbers. I I don't, I don't understand. Um, Oh, Hey, we've got more questions. Let me hit a couple of these questions here. I'm in a two QB league, starting Kirk Cousins, Josh Allen, Aaron Jones, Kareem Hunt, Tyree Kill, Stefan Diggs, Hawk, DK Metcalf at Flex. What? That's crazy. That's, crazy. That's absolutely crazy. Um, yeah. Uh, let's see the next one. Is this the week to sell high on Kamara? Um, I just I wouldn't I wouldn't sell him <laughs> at all. Um uh, I, I sell high. I don't. I don't know, man. I just wouldn't. I wouldn't sell him quite yet. Um, yeah. He's just one of those guys that just will always get the ball no matter what. Um, Steven, I hadn't finished sending through that trade. I was going to add more stuff, and I think it sent through before I finished. Um, I'll try to rework something with you, but I promise I am not that stupid. I would not do that. Um, I'll, I'll find something better, but I could have sworn I sent more in that trade. Um, so, uh, who is our, but yeah, anyways, take any, uh, Buccaneers receiver you can get your hands on that. That kind of feels like it's obvious at this point. Yeah. Bambo. Uh, don't, don't get rid of Kamara. Don't. No, 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 no. Um, hang on to him. I, it depends on what you're selling him for. It depends on what you're selling him for, I guess, to me, because I'm such a trade person. Like if you're going to get Devonte Adams out of it, Kyle, would you do it? Depends who your running backs are. That's true. Hold up. Also made a trade today, trading Hunter Renfro and Kadarius Tony for Nyheim Hines and Deontay Johnson. That's a big old. That's a big old dub, buddy. That's like Winston, like eating the dub. That's what that is. I like that. Who are your friends? And why don't they know things about football? Apparently, they don't. Wow, that's crazy, man. What a what a good trade, uh, KTC Bull. yeah. Hey, tell you what, uh, subscribe to us. Come back next Wednesday at five. Let us know how your game went and we'll help you tweak your roster some more if it, if it doesn't work out, <clears throat> which I'm sure it will. He had 
this team. So yeah, he's got a good team. Yeah, he should be fine. Um, what is our last trade bait this week, Kyle? Uh, Kareem Hunt. Oh, uh, I you don't even have to ask for or away. It is trade four. That is, uh, yeah. Uh, so when you're the backup running back and you score more points in fantasy than the starting running back, that usually means you're getting A, touchdowns, or B, a crap load of touches, or C, both. Um, I would take Kareem Hunt in a heartbeat. Uh, dude, I kind of want to hear what your bench is now. I really do. Because now I'm really concerned that the people you're playing with just have never played fantasy before. I want to see his bench, and then we'll move to what? Wheel of Fantasy? Okay. Yeah, who are you playing with? Did you get your um, eight-year-old brother to play with you? Is that why your team is so good? <laughs> Probably. Would be a cool thing to do. Just invite people you know that have never played fantasy football just to win a league. <laughs> Would be a smart strategy. But we don't do that on here. We play for keeps. We play for what? never. I'm kidding. No, I don't do that. <clears throat> uh, well, we can go with uh, Wheel of Fantasy here. So yeah, um, we're gonna spin the wheel. Whatever quarterback it lands on, whatever running back, receiver, tight end flex kicker defense it lands on um then we'll choose that guy and brad and i will each give our own projection of what the quarterback running back receiver will do and then we'll tally it all up and then next week we'll see who was the closest um in terms of projection so i like it um here's his team he has David Montgomery, Dalton Schultz, Devonta Smith, Tyler Lockett, Zach Moss, Deontay Johnson, Chubba Hubbard, Chase Edmonds, Saquon, Russell Wilson. In my league, we have – how many teams are you playing with? It has to be six or eight. Tell me you're not playing in a league with ten people because that is absolutely insane. How many teams do you have in your league? Wow. I wouldn't That's even insane. trade anything at that point, man. Except for, you know what, if you can get somebody to buy high on Tyler Lockett for literally anything else, I would do it. Wow. That's insane. How do you – I've never asked you this, Kyle. How do you feel about Tyler Lockett? You, you could be – I could be just misleading people because I don't like him in fantasy. Uh, in fantasy, he is – I think he is kind of boomer bust. DK Metcalf is a little bit more consistent, but – in terms of a receiver, I mean, he, he just catches he just catches everything. You never seen the commissioners. Like my team is oh, oh yeah, he, he's got DK. So Lockett is just kind of yeah. I, I trade Lockett if you've got DK. Trade Lockett. Yeah. You might get somebody to give you like the what Kyle the. I'm trying to look and see what he even doesn't have. Uh. I don't even know. I don't even know what you trade for. I, I just – I have no idea because I like your bench and I like your starters. Um, yeah, so we're going to go to this wheel here. Um, yep. In the meantime, KT Super, let me know how many teams you have because it's pretty insane. Um, we're going to go to share screen, Chrome tab. Um, 
Is this on the quarterbacks here or not? Not the kickers. I don't see anything yet. Here, hold on. It's on the kickers. Okay. Well, we can start with there. Here we go. Who we landed on? I don't know. (laughs) Gano. Graham? Gano. Okay. Brad, how many points do you think Graham Gano will have this week? Um, Six. Also, uh, KDC Bull said, Commissioner starting Pat Mahomes, Kyler Murray, Zeke, Austin Eckler, Devontae Adams, Mike Williams, Travis Kelsey, Cooper Cup. Uh, um, cheating? <laughs> yeah, really. Um, I'm going to go. I'm going to go eight for Graham Gano this week. Okay. All right. Let's go to eight. Kyle, it's an eight team league. Okay, that makes me feel a little bit better. Yeah, I was going to say, holy crap. Right now we are on quarterbacks. Brad, do you see that one? It's coming around. Yep, let's see it. Hold on. Let me get rid of Wheel of Fantasy because I think it's kind of in the way. There we go. Go ahead, man. Oh, is that Brady? Oh, boy. Who did they play this week again? The Eagles. Oh, gosh. Um, is it insane to say 41.92? Okay. Like that, like that. I'm going to go with 36.5. All right. Let's go to our next one. You know, if he gets 41.92, I guess I'll start playing the lottery. Yeah, yeah, because a lot of points. Yeah. But it's probably doable against the Eagles defense. Oh, is this defenses? Uh, Yep. (laughs) That's funny. That's funny. Negative um, two. Negative two. Okay. Um. Hey, while you're working, uh, after you're done working, you'll have to see his comment about his commissioner's bench. I'm going to go two points for the Eagles defense. On his bench, he has Justin Herbert, Aaron Rodgers, Nick Chubb. Oh, my gosh. That's insane, dude. That's ridiculous. And you play with this guy? I don't know if that's harder or easier for a fantasy league like that. I really don't know. I don't know. Um, that's a lot. Yeah. Okay. Next, let's go. So we are on tight ends here. Let's give it a go. Ertz. We got like three stacked. Yeah, Buccaneers, Eagles stacked. Um, um, I think Hurts is going to get it. 
6.83. I'm going to say he's going to get 13 points. Okay. Oh, that's a lot. Um, let's go with receivers and we'll go with three receivers. Actually, we'll go with four, four receivers. Okay. Okay. Um, is the fourth one our flex? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Mike will, Mike will, Mike will. Devontae Smith. Oh, Tyreek. Um, I just I can't think of who's playing who in my brain right he's now. He's playing he's Washington. Playing. So Ooh. Um not going to give him a crazy game. How about 20.36? I'm going to go with 27. Hey, 20. do you want to answer uh, KEC Bull real quick? He says, the thing is, I feel I'm like I'm lacking a defense, the Panthers defense. We, I mean, usually, we usually talk defense, but we didn't this week. Um, it, it, it depends on what you can get. Is there a defense you think that you could run like every week safely, Kyle? I think for the most part, other than last week, the Panthers have been doing pretty well. Um, yeah. The Cowboys are getting a lot of interceptions, a few sacks too. Um, yeah. Consistent. I mean, up until this week, the Cardinals I think they play a tough team this week. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Go ahead That's... and give us that second. Jim. And they play um, KDC Bull. I would trade Lockett and your defense for that Bills defense and maybe like a, a lesser player because then at least you can run that Bills defense every week. I agree that Bills defense is nasty. Cameron Sutton, huh? Um, Cameron or Cortland? Oh, sorry, Cortland. Um, okay, I was like Cameron. He's a corner, my bad. Oh, Cortland Sutton against uh, the Raiders. Um, yeah. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Seventeen point eight points on Cortland Sutton. I'll go thirteen point five. Don't trust him or Bridgewater for that matter. Let's go another one. Two more. Ooh. The best fantasy receiver in the game right now up against the Giants. Um, ooh, how many do you think Cup will get? 31.6. I'm going to say 24.5. Okay. And last but not least for our flex.
Jamar Chase. Okay. Um, depends on who they play. And then KDC Bull asked us a question. Um, he said, my QBs both have the same bye week. What do I do? Drop another player that you don't like and pick up a quarterback. Yeah, let me go look and see who you've got that I'm not like 100% still on. Uh, Jamar Chase is playing Detroit this week. Oh, uh, so he might have, uh, let's say, 26.4. That feels safe. Um, Tell you what, um, when they both have that same bye week, um, Hubbard could be irrelevant at that point, right, Kyle? Yeah. Yeah. So Hubbard might be the person for you to drop. Just keep an eye on Christian McCaffrey then. Then running backs. Going to go to running backs now. And we get two running backs, right? Yep. Cool. Nick Chubb. Oh. Twenty three point nine. I'm gonna go twenty five. I think that's a good number. Uh, okay. The last one. Give me Eckler. Najee. Najee. Uh, if if he plays. I think he could have a solid uh, 22 points. He plays the Seattle defense. Um, 22 sounds good. I'm going to go 19. Okay. Any more uh, questions that we, that we have? KDC Bull, you got anything else? Are you still with us, man? I don't know that he is. Um, that is okay. Um, in that case, do you want to just sling in our nightmare on Jock Street quick? Yeah. I remember what we wrote. So, guys, uh, we usually have recurring nightmares, and we had two this week, uh, the 49ers passing game was atrocious. Um, hated it. Nothing good about it. Um, Kyle, do you think this is going to be a recurring nightmare? Yeah. 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 Uh, the Redskins, right? Sorry, the Redskins. 49ers. 49ers football team. I'm a mess. I'm doing math over here. Uh, yeah. Probably. I mean, Garoppolo is still banged up. Trey Lance isn't passing the ball uh, well right now. He's more of a runner at this point. He's just not there in his progression yet to pass the ball uh, 40 times a game or 30 times a game at, at a good level and, and be accurate every every down, every snap. So uh, Debo's value, I, I think, is still a little bit high. But as for anybody else, uh, I'm not really sure about that. Um, it's going to continue if, 
if Trey Lance is still out there, I think. Yep. And our last one for the week is the Eagles run game. Dude, that run game was awful. Um, anything that's going to fix that, or am I going to wake up and have better dreams? Fix it. Uh, better play calling will for sure fix it. Um, it. It's annoying, Brad, because Jalen Hurts, I think, can be good, but he's only in his like ninth game starting. Any other quarterback that has nine games underneath their belt, um, you're going to run the ball for him, help him out, help your quarterback out. Like, and, and they're really not. And the way that you help him out is running the ball. They're not doing that. They're running the ball only with Jalen Hurts. Yeah. And when they are running the ball with Jalen Hurts, it's more of him scrambling around. So they need to get back to basics, make the game a little bit simpler for him, and just run the ball with Gainwell and Sanders. And they should each run the ball probably at least like I think Sanders at least 15 times a game and Gainwell probably about eight to 10. And and that would be a good number, but uh, it won't change. They don't. And they won't change unless Sirianni gets his head out of his butt and starts doing that. So, well, that concludes nightmare on jock street. Uh, KDC, I saw you put up Stefan must have a good week playing the Titans. You know, the Titans defense has looked God awful all year. Um, Stefan has a good chance of it. Josh Allen has been slinging that thing everywhere. Um, I agree with you. Hey, before we log off, do you have any other questions for us? I also just wanted to say Brad's total is 190.51. Mine is 194.7. So we'll see uh, what ends up there. This one's for you, Kyle, since you're an Eagles fan. Yeah, you're right. It is. Don't dismiss the only guy that, that I'd, I'd play or I'd start. Um, Gainwell and Sanders, inconsistent, not getting enough touches. Again, not getting enough touches for Goddard or Ertz. And Quez Watkins only gets like two catches a game. Uh, the next live KTC Bowl will be um, next week. Same time, same place. Uh, well, we should mention that's 5 o'clock Eastern time. Eastern, yes. Um, that will be here and we'll be live right at 5 o'clock. Wednesday's 5 Eastern. Mm-hmm. Um, you're right. Devonta, breakout game. I feel like his first game was kind of a breakout game. Um, yeah. Honestly. But, yeah, you're right. Like, he gets open a lot. And if they can just throw the ball his way uh, more often, if Hurts can see him, then you're right. I think he can be a very good fantasy play and probably the best out of the bunch. I agree. He gets open. Uh, it's pretty easy how, how much he gets open. It's fun to watch, actually. It is. Um, I like him a lot. Obviously, I'm a Bama fan, so I obvious reasons. But um, that is going to wrap up Armchair GMs for this week. Thanks, everyone, for hanging out. KDC Bull, you were the comment champion of the week. We're going to answer one more thing. Oh, okay. Okay. On when they start getting touchdowns. Yeah. Yeah. They're not not really doing that right now. No. They will. Yeah. But that's going to wrap our show for the week. We're going to head out. Thanks for hanging out. Uh, You're still the comment champion, KDC Bull. Please like, subscribe, share, 
tell your friends, um, hopefully, or don't tell your friends so that you can have an exclusive end to uh, beating somebody in fantasy that's fine with us. Um, but thanks for hanging, and we will see you next week. See you guys. See you guys.